Brad, are you actually playing that riff? Is that right now? No, I mean, <laughs> did you write that riff? Yes. What's What's the name of that tune? That's uh, I think you use no hooks. I used to. There's two songs on the that I use on the music. It's use no hooks and uh, Island Earth. Gotcha. Brad, the first one. The Use No Hooks one is uh, based on an open G tuning that I was just learning when I wrote that song. Open G for going off track! <laughs> oh! Boom! <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, that was uh, Brad Worrell, our producer and doer of everything, who wrote the music for the podcast years ago, not knowing this is where it was going to end up. Not knowing this would be his huge claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is Mr. Jonah Bear. Um, Fantastic music journalist who at any moment a phone is going to ring and he's going to have to answer it and possibly talk to a giant, thriving musical star. My name is Steven. Thank you guys so much for joining us at Going Off Track. We are at Rubber Track Studio. A lot of tracks here. Uh, we are in New York City, Williamsburg. There are train tracks, subway tracks. There's a running track, McCarran Park. Wow. Yeah. This is crazy. Um, if we were, you know, over in Bed-Stuy, there would be track marks um, somewhere. Shabam! Wow! Local flavor. Uh, <laughs> on today's show, we've got Adam Lazera and John Nolan from Taking Back Sunday. You might know them from the first Taking Back Sunday record and the latest Taking Back Sunday record. But the intermingling Taking well, Back Sunday... Well, Adam was a part of all the ones in the middle. I was thinking of them as a duo. <laughs> So this is our first, you know, singers episode because Adam and John share vocal duties. But there's, that there, is true. There was a part in the middle. There was a time in the middle of uh, Taking Back Sunday where they were not speaking. Yes. And now they're best of friends again. It seems as if that's true. Yeah. It was, Which it was is a, good. Everyone should get along. Yeah. Um, Why can't we all just get they along? They should. Yeah. But you know what I find people don't? Because most people are dipshits. Yeah. That's what I find. Most people are dipshits. Yeah. And, and I don't... I, I find now that growing up and having grown up, my body has ceased to grow and is now, I'm pretty sure, shrinking. Uh, <laughs> upon, upon thinking, I am now an adult and I am older. Like when my dad was my age, I was in college. Like, like I, yeah. was, I was, I, you know, done. So thinking, well, am I part of the problem? Am I that, am I that generation now? Or I'm like, whatever, is, people are stupid. Like, do I, I find myself thinking, these, these kids don't, they don't, they don't know what they're getting. Like we were talking about the internet and kids being, you know, having this full frontal assault of information, but that's what they know. And right. I wonder if my parents thought that when, you know, I was a kid with like, oh, these touch tone phones <laughs> and four channels and UHL. Like we, I remember when we got cable. My parents were always late to the game. We had a black and white TV that sat on a stool for decades yeah, that was it. We uh, we had something very similar to that. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't think that. I don't think we had color TV until I left home. Really? My parents were not big on TV. Yeah. Wow. My family is addicted to television, and now I find my children look at the TV, grab the fake remote, the dummy decoy remote, <laughs> point at it, and yell. And the other day, my daughter went. One of them went up, and I, I put on the Daily Show. It's like, well, if we're gonna watch TV, we're gonna watch what I want to watch. And obviously, The Daily Show keeps me up to date because it's not comedy. Uh, she went and picked up an Elmo doll and shook it at me. <laughs> so, this! <laughs> not that! <laughs> Show me Furhead Monster, you buffoon! <laughs> Shocking. So now they're going to grow up knowing that they can talk to their mother on the phone. Like, if right. the phone rings, they can look at her and talk to her in real time. Is that cooler than jetpacks? 
No. Not good. And I've re- yeah, there's been a lot of s- stuff written about how like Apple kind of changed the game for us, but everything's about design now and social networking interface and no one's like working on NASA shit or like hoverboards or like all that sort of stuff, which obviously like isn't like a main priority, but it does feel like things have gone in a certain direction as far as technology and it seems to just be connecting with people. Right. Here which is good. Which is good. Which is good, but I feel like there is kind of a broader scope you could take i this is where mike is just going to be angry he's <laughs> working today because mike and i have had a long-running fight about nasa where i always thought nasa was stupid because going out into space and looking at nothing parentheses space there's nothing there it's just vast points of nothingness with life in between maybe we don't know so i've always been a fan of you know the james cameron approach make movies about robots no go down into the water Find shit that we can kill and eat, mm-hmm. you know, things down there. But I have to say, man, when that that uh, uh, Mars, what's it called, just landed recently, like that was cool. Probe. <laughs> you can call it a probe. Is that, was it a probe? I don't know. Well, f- Marsmobile. It is, though, interesting. <laughs> Discovery <laughs> was what it's called, right? <laughs> I'm reading this book I don't really understand about string theory and all that stuff. But, it, <laughs> but they are, I mean, it's called The Elegant Universe. Super interesting. But... That's not my phone. Not my phone. Someone else's phone. But they do say that if, you know, all the stuff with black holes and sort of where we came from, if we can, everything's, all atoms are made up from these vibrating strings. And if we can Mm -hmm. go, if we can figure out where black holes get to the center, we can basically figure out where our universe started. And then we can sort of start solving problems. And I feel like space is kind of the key to maybe saving Earth. I back that, and here, and, and I've always we can been apply that to here. I've been a fan of black holes ever since I saw the film, but and this, I forgive my my ignorance. How do we know they're real? Because we can see what's happening around them. Right, we, we can see that like there's there's a mass, and we can see it kind of like creates like a ripple. Like they use the example like. If you had like a sheet of saran wrap and you put some like a ball on it, how right. it kind of curves, we can see space curve. You can see the, the saran ball. wrap, you can't see the ball. Yeah, you can see the saran wrap, you can't see the ball, but we they're there. Terms I can finally understand. <laughs> and somewhere there's a center of it that's like this big that it c- came from, that the whole universe came from. But if we can get to that center, figure out what that is, we can kind of have this kind of roadmap. But to the we're universe. only seeing from what I recall from school where light has hit over time so light travels at a certain speed so what we're seeing we're seeing this black hole it might be done yeah it yeah might, it might have there are a lot of them are yeah okay i do find it fascinating the stuff a lot of them are, are now disney world black holes i, I feel you like just I, can't see that part of it yet yeah but i i totally back nasa i mean i think it's probably a bureaucracy and they waste a lot of money but i feel like if my tax dollars are going to go to fixing some road in Tennessee so some guy can get elected, I'd rather go to maybe figuring out the secret of the universe. It did. The, it, actually, the tax, the, the money that went to NASA was actually minuscule. Like, they didn't have I'm to. I'm sure. Yeah, Especially now. Compared um, to military budgets. Yeah, the not, military budget is tiny. More. Yeah. tiny. But they won't combine it. They won't like, okay, we're going to send someone into space. That's probably because Dick Cheney doesn't own a company that makes rocket ship. Maybe he does. What? Why? He's, he's bad? He's a bad person. Um. Yeah, space. I feel like we got to get Jamie Kilstein back on here. We got to get Jamie back road. on. He said he would do it again. 
Yeah, we should. We should just. You know, what we should do. We should do uh, every couple of podcasts. Call into Jamie and just say what time is it, and then we'll just see where the rant goes. <laughs> or you could listen to Jamie's podcast, Citizen Radio. Oh, God, it's daily. Which is, I don't know how he does it. He talks about stuff. He knows what he's talking yeah, about. Can, unlike us, who are just like, <laughs> I, I'm like, I read this book. What's can we just Mars thing? Yeah. Can we just maybe we can just repodcast his podcast like we how you retweet stuff. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll do a podcast of us <laughs> listening to Jamie's podcast. Exactly. Maybe that? we already did this podcast. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, great. Uh, speaking of, if we already did this podcast, then I want to thank Adam and John from Taking Back Sunday again from hanging out and talking to us. This is cool because uh, John and I have known these dudes for a long time and having them in the same room together talking, that's been a long time coming because I've talked to each of their bands, Taking Back Sunday, together and then Straylight runs separately from John. So here you go, John and Adam. Maybe you'll hear what you think you want to hear. It's going off hey, what's new? <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Adam and John from Taking Back Sunday. Yes, that, that's us. There's actually, well, we um, past few days we've been um, demoing a bunch of stuff. Really? And uh, um, other than that, John had a, John birthed a child. Yeah, made a person. Wow, that was exciting. Is this your first person you've created? Yes, yeah, first Con- time. Congratulations! <laughs> first you. time creating a person. Yeah, that's a big deal. It is. So yeah. that's been. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's the kind of the biggest news in our camp mm-hmm. now. But other mm-hmm. than that, we've just been living the dream. You know, we we um John and I both live in North Carolina now in Charlotte. So we um what? So we just hang out. Is that where you're there. from? Well, I'm I'm from about an hour north from there, okay. like or like an hour and a half north. Uh, and um, we, uh, when we decided we were going to move back, I knew I did not want to go to where I was, like the town I grew up mm-hmm. in because it's very small and there's not much to do. So we moved to, to Charlotte. That's the other alternative there. I was born in Charlotte. Oh, oh, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah. Well, fun, yeah. fun fact. That? Fun fact. <laughs> Charlotte, North Carolina. Lived there on and off till I was about five. Uh-huh. And then exited and, and have only gone back intermittently. Mm. But uh, I have a lot of family there that annoy the living crap out of me. <laughs> yeah, well, if you happen to be visiting them um, down there and you need to get away, I mean, our, our we're not far. I mean, and we yeah. live in a pretty cool neighborhood, too, so... Done. I'll be there in May for my grandmother's 90th birthday. Sweet. These people are armed ex-convicts and horrifying. So I will definitely need to come over and hang out. So thank you. Of course. Uh, course. So it's your first child Mm -hmm. and you uh, had to bolt out of Warp Tour, which we finished recently, to go. Yes. Making this the gazillionth time, Taking Back Sunday, had to have filling guitar players and backup singers. Excuse me, other vocalists, not backup at all. (laughs) There's, yeah, um... Luckily, on the Warp Tour, there's just a ton of bands, you know. So, um, and and we were and we were friends with a with a handful of them. So, um, there's well, and Jeff and Jeff from Thursday, Jeff Rickley was was there too, which actually worked out perfect because because we we've known him. I mean, you know, since the band started. Mm-hmm. So, um, so he sang two songs, and uh, Dan from Four Years Strong played guitar and sang two or three songs, and. Keith Buckley from Every Time I Die sang the first song, which was actually awesome because it sounded um, like because he took uh, he took some of my parts and they sounded way better when he did it because he has a much more aggressive voice than I do. He does have an aggressive voice. I love yeah. talking to that dude. Yeah, because halfway through the conversation, like, how do we start talking about books and movies? This is <laughs> this turned into a way I didn't expect. Oh, and the bar's open. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so you jammed home, and uh, were, you, were you there when the kid was born? 
I was, yeah. Right on. Um, the, the baby, he wasn't actually born until after Warp Tour ended, but it was getting real close, so I figured John better see if I'm sorry. Yeah, I was looking for any way out of the Warp Tour. <laughs> John was just how, how are you feeling? Done. <laughs> yeah. You good? It's like, so you're going to have the baby tomorrow, right? Oh, <laughs> sorry, guys, I got to go. Yeah. Oh, shucks. It's been fun and all, these eight <laughs> weeks on Warp Tour that seem like three years, but uh, I'm going to leave. <laughs> so what's harder, a one-month-old infant or Warp Tour? Jeez. Uh, dude, that's a good question. That is a good question. There are so, uh, such different types of hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to do a lot more drinking during Warp Tour, so that made it easier in that well, sense. I can't drink but... so much with a one-month-old. But with the baby, you don't have to use a porta potty, right? That is nice. <laughs> and it's not 150 degrees everywhere you go. Yeah, with a baby, and so you that's... can kind of take a shower whenever you <laughs> yeah. want. I think the baby might actually be easier. Yeah. I think oh, having man. a one month old is it's easier. Pretty amazing. That is, that, that is actually phenomenal. The, warp, the, the baby's easier <laughs> than warping. Now, how old is yours? Uh, Adam? He's, he's three and a half. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. He is a he is a cool little dude. I um <clears throat> I introduced him to um comic books pretty or well like probably when he was like one and a half so ever since then or like in like the comic cartoons and things like that which i think i probably did it too soon because it's all he talks about is spider-man there or and he's and he's three and a half years old so when he goes to talk to other three and a half year olds and he's telling them all about venom and symbiotes and stuff and (laughs) And then the other kids are just looking at him like, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean you don't have symbiotes? What are you, two? <laughs> yeah. So, so he's, no, but he's a, he's, he's a really awesome guy. He actually just, um, they, uh, signed up for, um, uh, soccer. Now, I don't know if you guys have ever seen three and four year olds play soccer, but it is just a nightmare. <laughs> like, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's hilarious. It, it, um, but like, for me because i can just sit back and just watch it but but they have like three coaches and they're all trying to wrangle them and half of them are picking flowers it's just so much my fun. nephew's four and he played soccer his father is puerto rican and uh-huh. there's pictures of him playing soccer and it's like what what's he doing now oh he wanted pretzels and he just ran <laughs> off the field <laughs> yeah <laughs> I would love to see that, but I feel like I would get arrested if I. Just, I was like, I just want to watch some little kids play soccer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spectating. Be, um, Sir, you can't sleep here. Yeah. <laughs> it's a yoga <laughs> mat. <laughs> so he's into Spider Man. Does that mean you busted out the Spider Man pajamas you wore for about a year underneath yeah, your clothes? Yes. Um, <clears throat> there, there, there's that. <clears throat> excuse, excuse me. I, um, yeah, I've, I, I've, I've wandered around the house in that, which he thinks is hilarious, but. We also too he um he he has a ton of costumes that he wear like you know when you're at the airport and you see a kid like in a ninja turtle costume and, and that's my kid so like he's <laughs> love him yeah like and there's like when John will come over and stuff you know like he'll come out with one costume and say put this on me and then ten minutes later want to wear a different one and yeah he'll he'll always come and announce who he is when you walk in the door and it's uh, you know anywhere from. Spider-Man to Iron Man, Hulk, Hulk, Captain America. Oh, he's a Marvel kid. Fair enough. Mostly yeah. Marvel. Okay, fair enough. There's, Lines are drawn. I haven't seen him. Has or, he been well, Batman? But, he's Batman sometimes, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 he's Batman sometimes. But but who does DC really have? Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern. Can, shall I go on? 
Yeah. Yeah, but they're... Name more than that. <laughs> name more than that. Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> yes. Name more than that. <laughs> From the giant ones? Okay, there's Robin, there's Batgirl, there's Wonder Girl, there's Flash, there's Kid Flash. This could go. This could be the whole podcast. <laughs> you know I'm working for MTV Fair. Geek now. <laughs> <laughs> there... It, it, There's it, it, it's now, definitely not as cool of a roster of superheroes, I, in my opinion. Animal Man side. is great. Animal, Animal Man? <laughs> I've Come never, on. never read Animal Somebody Man. Somebody dropped the ball with that one. I was like, I don't know, call him uh, Animal Man. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> kind of animal, doesn't matter. <clears throat> you might Sorry. dig it. Um, uh, real quick backstory. One time I interviewed uh, Mr. Adam here, and underneath his torn jeans, I just saw the hint of a Spider-Man costume. Yeah, and there's. I went through this thing to where, yeah, I would wear a Spider-Man costume under my clothes. Well, because most of my clothes too at the time are all like ripped and old, so so it would peek through. But I think it was just more so people would, would be like, "Is he wearing a Spider-Man costume?" <laughs> so is he? Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there, there's, um, it, yeah, it's just the, this revamp that they're trying rather than a, a photographer. He sings in a rock band. <laughs> I don't know why it hasn't been, oh, it was, Dazzler. Yeah, there's one with Marvel. Oh. I'm going to drop the ball on that one. <laughs> that She's a, a singer, but she can turn sound <laughs> into light. Whoa. Yeah. And focus it into a laser beam. We're digressing, John. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I'm learning so much. <laughs> I just saw Dazzler was uh, the Batman movie. A little yes. What did uh, you think? Here's what I thought. <laughs> and this like Go sounds on. like a weird criticism. I thought I wanted it to be more violent. I felt like all, everything was so implied. Everything's hmm. like this guy's walking, and then you hear a sound, and you know he's like there was no blood. I felt I like it's like an they action keep movie. PG thirteen. I know, but PG thirteen means no blood. Really? Yeah. That's yeah? when they did. When remember when Jurassic Park came out? Yeah. And there's no blood. And or like, Steven- yeah, but that was like 40 hmm. years ago. It was 40 years ago. It was. <laughs> you know, in, in the second one, the second one with the Joker was like, there wasn't any blood in that, but it was much more disturbing and unsettling when yes. he was about to kill someone. And they didn't actually, when you think about it, show that much like graphically, but you got like that really like, kind of. Yeah. I felt like that was feeling. missing from this. Or, like, yeah. go walk on the ice and then I can like, see oh, that. I guess they're dead. Like, but it's like, come on! Like, I felt like it was pandering a little for the rating. Well, I read me. a review that said so. So he puts on this brace and he kicks a brick in half. Then he goes to fight Bane, and they're just headbutting each other. It's like, what happened <laughs> to the kick? Yeah, it's, it's like he just kicked through a wall. Yeah, you could definitely kick through a man. Yeah, <laughs> why not? I have to see it again, but I have a feeling there's a version that's going to be released that's four and a half hours long. That's just everything Christopher Nolan wanted to happen. Just. So basically, Could be. It, it'll just be 10 minutes longer than the yeah. theatrical. <laughs> yes. Re- yeah. Well, there, there's, I actually love Bane. I think they did such a great job with that. Like, there, there's first, um, like, when everyone and, like, all our friends saw it, they, they, they were like, oh, he's fine, but his voice was so, or just so annoying. And then I actually, through, like, going like going online, I found this um, Tom Tom Hardy interview and and he was basically saying that he that that he had one accent for him and then and it it was christopher nolan's suggestion to kind of silly it up Hmm. and and and, or i think that's actually exactly how he put it so so but it (laughs) but i just think it makes him like just so much more of an interesting character just because he talks so funny yeah no i agree there's and two i've been Mm -hmm. trying to get a bane mask like you know how they have like the licensed Halloween mm-hmm. masks, and, and and but but they're not as they don't look like super real or 
anything. So I've been going on eBay because there's these people in Florida that make them. And, um, but so I'll bid like probably like 80 bucks is like as high as I'll go. And then, but they're selling for like $250, $300. I've seriously lost about like nine or 10 of those auction things trying to get one of those masks. I've been to a bunch of conventions recently and it's the, the costume play. Cosplay for short. Cosplay. Because the tomb is just suit. That's just what. Too I've bulky. Been you know what? That, I, I never what knew that what that was short for. for. I, yeah, I knew what it was, but I didn't know why they called it cosplay. Yeah. I thought it was something I erotic. Something. I even, yeah. yeah, that's Weird. plushies and furries. <laughs> I missed that one. Canceled that shoot. Damn it! I was so psyched. But there, it's you, you know you see someone walking around his bane and like how did where'd you get it? Well, I made it. Of course you yeah, made it. Yeah, of course you made it. Yeah. Damn it, the hell. It's like, I don't have time to make that. Just, here's uh, 80 bucks. Oh, have you been on on funnierdie.com? They have a Bane after Batman. No. And it's Chris Kattan. <sighs> and he's, it is hilarious. It, 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 it's, it's, um, I actually think that made me like the Bane character even more. Because it's, it's basically, it's set seven years after, um, he tried to, um, blow up gotham and um and he and he's and he's trying and so he's on pro probation and he's like, getting like put back into into society and it's and it's hilarious it's anyways you just have to check it out so that's what happened out. to chris yeah. Kattan. <laughs> been wondering yeah okay so um let's do a little history here and uh in aught three uh i was aught three, aught three <laughs> Uh, 2000-03, as opposed to 19-03, uh, started working for a music channel called Fuse and uh, doing a, 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 an awful live television program called IMX. And Taking Back Sunday was coming on. This band that I had heard about that day. and uh, <laughs> That's not what you told us on the show. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> of course not. No, I'm kidding. Um, uh, no. Actually, I'm that, not kidding. This was back in my days of, uh, of, of preparation before interviews. And uh, I got the CD, and I was listening to it, and I, and I adored it. And that I'm not lying about. I really, really liked it. Listened to it ad nauseum forever. Got huh. to go see you guys play. It was an incredible show. Um, during the interview, see if you remember this. Okay, probably not. I said, we're just sitting there quietly. And usually when I interview people, I get this air of, who the fuck are you? And it's a right air to have by anyone I'm talking to. Because, again... Wait, can we curse? Yeah. Oh, oh man, please. that changes yeah. everything. Yeah. Oh, we uh, have we got the explicit moniker on iTunes because we figured we can't control ooh, yeah. everybody we talk to. <laughs> yeah, Christopher <laughs> Nolan. Yeah, Chris <laughs> Nolan. When he was here, he wouldn't shut up. Um, Christopher Nolan sells bagels up the street. Um, it's a different guy. Oh yeah, yeah I'm, I'm. I'm. You're gonna have to do some explaining here. <laughs> but, Oh, so we're talking, yeah. <laughs> and right in the middle of the interview, we had said a couple of, you know, pleasantries, nice to meet you, blah, blah, blah. I was sitting on a chair, <laughs> and I went, um, I, when I first heard your band, I thought you sounded like Lifetime. Hmm. And, and you paused and looked over, and your expression changed from just the uh, hanging out, we're going to talk, whatever, on television. You went, I have Lifetime lyrics tattooed on my elbow. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I... I, I Remember discovering that you were a fan of the same music, or or that we listened to very similar music, mm. but uh, but but I don't remember that very instance. Though I still do have the tattoo. It turns out they're permanent. What? Yeah. <laughs> do they hurt when they get? When you get it, it, it's it. They 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 do it first, but whatever the guy at whatever shop it was told me was a liar. <laughs> so 
<laughs> now I'm stuck with them. <laughs> <laughs> they hurt when you get them, and then it fades. It's very, very odd. But uh, from then began this just, just long, fun relationship with Taking Back Sunday that I'm going to say it ebbed and flowed. Ebbed and flowed. Good. Yeah, good. <laughs> it's a good one, right? The ebb and flow. The ebb and flow. Yeah. Because I see this band play at Irving Plaza, and the show is electric. Oh, also, the first time uh, when you guys came on Fuse for the show IMX was the first time I'd ever seen a crowd outside a studio before live. Or, yeah, like, that was always uh, always pretty crazy. Any like, it, Or, like, any time we'd go over there, all, there, there'd always be this kind of, like, line out line out front we've always been really lucky you know to have have folks that are that in that into what we're doing to have that kind of relationship with fans one says a lot about the band because some bands just kind of shun it and don't care but you guys went out and talked to everybody and hung out inside and all the fans inside you knew everyone inside you said hi to it was still pretty early early days at that point and i think a lot of those people had come to a lot of our smaller shows on long island on the way up probably still at that point you know Mm -hmm. like it was still kind of in that like you know where you you still know a lot of fans a lot more personally than you can now but it was that was a cool time that was a crazy 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 point that was like things had just started really blowing up i think right yeah it was was jumping right i think um uh, christian winners did your yeah. did um uh key without the e yeah and i love that video and i was like it's about fight club i love this <laughs> there there's well john and i used to used to share share a room and and we um when fight club came out on dvd i i i bought um a television and a dvd player and Fight Club, and that's pretty much <laughs> all we watched every single day. For you watched that very obsessively. Yeah, it, it was kind of weird after a while. <laughs> <laughs> or it's, I just, I just couldn't get enough of it. I just really loved couldn't. it so much. So when it came time to, to um, to do that, to make to make a video, we um, yeah, it, uh, or or I told Christian, I was like, I want to remake Fight Club as a video. And he yeah. said, yeah, and then we did it. Didn't we do that when I was at AP, too? I felt like we did, like, a cover story, and you guys were all, like, beat up. Yeah. And... Yes. Or right? Like, yeah, like... That, that was a pretty long time ago, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Or, like, yeah, that was that was the first time we were really ever in a magazine, I, 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 I think. And that was that was kind of around the same time as okay. that Cute Without the E video, yeah. too. So it all kind of was cohesive, I guess. That was a great video. Certainly. Couldn't play, couldn't play enough of it on the channel because everyone kept calling and requesting it, and we didn't have request lines. That was the interesting thing. What? <laughs> you know, it was it was all internet things being talked about. Uh, mm. So we have the interview, and uh, see you guys play live again, as I said. And then I couldn't see you play live anymore because the band shifted slightly into two yeah. different avenues. Yeah, was, yeah. We we uh, John and Sean went and did Straylight Run, and then Eddie Eddie. Mark and I stayed with Taking Back Sunday and picked up uh, Matt Rubano and Fred, and then um, and then that was a big whirlwind too. Once that happened, because things kind of kept on, just kept on growing. So, and and then fast forward, you know, a few years, and John Sean are back. <laughs> <laughs> I interviewed uh, Perry Farrell, uh, talked to him a couple of times, so we're close. No, interviewed him, <laughs> and. Um, it was uh, right when um, Eric Avery <coughs> came back in the band. Uh-huh. And I said, what's that like? And he went, on Pro Tools, there's this thing called Shuffle. It'll take a song, 
and just spin it together really quick and then go to the end. It feels like that. <laughs> like, oh, interesting description. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if that's how it felt because to me, it's as, as talking to you guys in between in both bands, uh, it literally felt like three different bands to me. You know, it felt like you have Taking Back Sunday uh-huh. and then you know, have different members of the band happens you know it'll affect the sound whatever you have stray light you know Mm -hmm. which to me those first two records seem vastly different from each other they were you know know, extensively um so just you know artistry going away and then just coming back together you know it 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 seemed i find it a quite it wasn't is it going to happen it was just when it was going to happen when you guys were going to return you know as a Hmm. songwriting team well there's for for us for us i think that i mean i i didn't think that any of us thought that we would ever get get back to that kind of to that original lineup and and um but but then once we did it really felt like not much time had passed at all you know like it just felt yeah i i definitely did not have i didn't have that feeling that it was going <laughs> to happen at some point it wasn't really until right before it happened that i had even considered like, it shit, as an idea that something of something that was a possibility even well i think kind it's pretty crazy. kind of unprecedented i feel like like when it happened because I, I i can't tell the future unlike steven apparently it's true because <laughs> i didn't see it you don't either, have the but, gift of sight <laughs> but i feel like you know when you have like other guys in the band for a while and then all of a sudden you're like oh these guys are coming back it's like it's cool but i feel like that isn't something that happens a lot yeah no like it, whole bands get back together but not you know band being active and yeah and then and then having the original members well maybe the red hot chili peppers would be the only other band that did that but john Frusciante is out of the band uh, again now mm-hmm. and then yeah. even then was were they back to an original lineup or just him yeah. coming oh, that was everybody that had been there at the beginning mm-hmm. yeah oh, okay well there you go that's one I'm really not but a, that big of a Chili Peppers fan, but I know, but but I do know the story. Yeah, <laughs> it's a so. good story. I don't Fle- care about Fle- them without cool. Frusciante. I feel like I yeah, think he's I think like he the adds something weird, right? to yeah. their to their music. Yeah, that, he's got the feel, and I feel like he's like real simple and like has I don't know, but whatever. Remember that record they did with Dave Navarro, One Hot Minute. Yeah. Oh, oh, the the um, was that with the roller coaster? <laughs> Was that on the I think so. That had Aeroplane. I remember yeah, that song. Roller Coaster's a cover. Well, yeah, but it's still ridiculous. It's complete. Yeah. It was ridiculous it's... the first time around. <laughs> and it, they even made a video for it that was that was animated. You was know it? what? Oh, it was yeah. for the Beavis and Butthead yeah, movie soundtrack. Oh, it was? That's yes. It. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. Beavis and Butthead do America. <laughs> yes, and that's probably why they, they try to tie it in with the animation, I bet. Smart. I see. <laughs> Smart. I see. Yes. I don't Picking know why I remember that. So things splintered and <laughs> Straylight Run anyway. started. And the way I heard about Straylight was these demos were floating around. And I still have my CD of them. That Do you that, really? Yeah. Somebody, I don't even have those anymore. Uh, they were incredible. That was uh, amazing. We just put them out for free. We just started giving away music before people uh, thought to do that. And then you, so you were giving away music when people were still paying for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we're smart. <laughs> this will get them in. Yeah. yeah, we figured it was like drug dealing. You know, you give your first, your first taste for free, and then you got to pay for it after that. It worked. <laughs> you played Straylight Run played on Fuse before you had a record deal. Did we? Mm-hmm. Wow. I remember everything. 
Yeah, you do. Because I was there. And you can see the future. If I could see the future, I would be hosting VH1's Top 20 right now. Um. (laughs) Wait, why why VH1's Top 20? uh, Jim Shearer, who hosts that show, is a good friend of mine. And he came on the podcast. And he got that job because there was a time where they had offered it to me. Uh-huh. And I took it, and Fuse was like, "No, no, no, we'll give you health insurance." And I was like, "That sounds like a good thing." Yeah. And uh, I stayed, and then he didn't. Then eventually, he got the job. And oh, he oh, said, "Would you have taken it?" And I was like, "Now, yeah, I would." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in hindsight, yes. Living in the burbs with two kids, yeah, I would have done it. Um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, Straylight's happening, and then uh, I always thought that there would be. One of two tours that would happen with Taking Back Sunday and Straylight. Either you guys would tour together, amends would have been made, but the band wouldn't have gotten together, mm-hmm. or it would have been the Taking Back Sunday brand new tour. Man, mm-hmm. the, there's, well, at, at, at the time, that Straylight run Taking Back Sunday tour would have never Yeah, that would not happen. have happened. No. No way. And, 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 it, and it's, or, yeah, and then the Taking Back Sunday brand new thing. Well, back then that was even that was not very likely. No, back then either. <laughs> no, no, definitely not. Yeah, that was back then was when like, yeah, people actually were angry at each other. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't that stuff feel like silly? Like I feel like I look back at stuff like ten years ago and I'm like, man, I can't believe I was mad about this thing. Like I'm not saying for you guys, maybe you had different reasons, but I feel like looking back at stuff, it's like. Nothing seems like as big of a deal as it yeah. did then. There, there's, there, it, it, it's funny how that happens too, you know, because when you get to like your early 20s, you'll think about when you were, when you were a teenager, you know, and, and it'll be like, oh, why do I even care about that? Or, and, 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 but it seems like that's never going to stop yeah, happening. Yeah, you get to your early 30s <laughs> and, like, and then you think about being in your 20s and you're like, oh my God, I was such an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so it just, just never keeps happening away. and then you die. <laughs> <laughs> do you feel with an age thing, do you feel that it was, it was literally a maturity level, you know, back when the bands, when you guys split off? Or like, I think for, for me, yeah. Like, mm. like there was, um, yeah. I think there's, yeah, there's a, there's definitely a lot of that and. I think when you're younger in a band, uh, it's it's hard to not take a lot of things personally, and uh, you know even when they're things that are just band related decisions, and it, it it's hard I think to uh, to not feel like things are are like a slight against you, you know, like and to just separate out these like decisions that are best for the band or best for a song or best for you know whatever versus someone trying to like keep you in your place or put you down or like be a dick to you or something you know like you get older it's easier i feel like to know the difference yeah to filter to run that stuff through a yeah through a filter (laughs) like maybe everyone's not trying to be a dick to me maybe this is just like a decision that has to be made right now that's not the one that i like (laughs) well bands are hard you know what i mean like uh, somebody said to me once that the two things you have to do in a band are show up for practice, which is hard, <laughs> and don't break up. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> yeah, there's, it's it. It's yeah, like or like what like what John said. Yeah, like it's it, it's as you get <clears throat> as you get a little older. Yeah, like you learn how to not take not take things 
so personally and then it and then when to take things seriously you, you know like not yeah. to like just be overbearing all the time how did you guys reconcile we um dinner and a movie <laughs> there there's um what movie and where did you eat <laughs> it was uh the, the the family stone um starring sarah jessica parker um they were it was around christmas time so they're just showing it again <laughs> please theater. let that be true and, john <laughs> for all intents and purposes yes <laughs> it's and, a much uh, better story than, than and, the true one <laughs> and we went out for thai um i i had the pad thai <laughs> and um Cop out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, we we Mark. Um, the whole thing was our drummer Mark's brainchild, you know. Like, and so he, um, so he got, so he was talking to John, and he was also talking to to me, and then finally John and I got on the phone, and then um, at at first, you know, like it wasn't about like. Okay, so we got to make this band work. So let's figure out how to how to be chatty with one another. Like it, it was just more of just um, just being friends again. And it and and we talked on the phone a lot. Yeah, for hours. And yeah, it was kind of about reconnecting, or or I think seeing if we could. And right off the bat, it was pretty obvious that we could. And then it was just yeah, taking some time to talk and catch up and get to know each other again and after that we got back into playing music but yeah that was, I think it was a couple of months of just talking on the phone and had you spoken before mark set that up in the years in we between? hadn't talked for probably like seven yeah seven eight years. years something it's been a really long time so yeah it was pretty pretty crazy that's significant yeah. like that really is significant that that happened and to reconnect like that that's amazing yeah, yeah, now we're neighbors. Yeah, it's it is pretty amazing, and you know, I I don't know what it just it, something just kind of came around, and even before Mark had had talked to me about it, I don't know what it had been happening with me that like I was just coming around to this place in life where like, you know, I I I think I I, I missed a lot of what we had had like back in those early days of being in a band, and there'd been a lot of difficulties and a lot of uh, negative things about it but there's this sort of brotherhood that we had and i mm. think that we all had this connection from going through that that insane experience together of of you know like starting out and coming up and blowing up and then everything and uh imploding yeah <laughs> and then when I, I i think for a while i just took that for granted and then i was just so mad about so many things but then i came, was just coming around at, at this point in my life before, like I said, before Mark even called me and said, what do you think about reconnecting? I had just been getting really nostalgic, I think, for that relationship again and that experience. And so it just kind of worked out in an amazing way. Well, yeah. Straylight had Straylight had been ending or was ending because I'd heard you were doing some solo stuff. I was. Uh, Straylight Run, actually, I don't think... We hadn't announced it yet, but we had decided as a band that we were that we were done uh shortly before i got the call from mark but i, I was touring on my own for a, for a solo project at that point and that was what i had planned to continue doing after straylight run and uh yeah and then i got that call from mark and it really like yeah that was the other thing timing wise it was kind of like 
I was... Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, that band. Straylight had winded down pretty naturally. The solo stuff that I'd been doing was about to be thinking about, okay, if I'm, I'm going to have to do another record and uh, go back on tour maybe in a few months. So there was kind of a break with that. And it was really just like, okay, yeah, let's give this a shot. See what happens. Why not? Was there ever the idea, like, we're getting back together. Let's do it on Victory. Oh, <laughs> oh no! No That's funny. way! Sorry, I, know. Yeah. I know I'm baiting everyone. It's, 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 you didn't even bring up victory actually, when Jeff was here. It's actually funny because anytime we're in Chicago, I call the office to invite Tony to our, to our show, and the first like two times that I did it, um, Dave Dave Stein, who's who's our lawyer, got an email from Tony saying. Just insane, like an angry, very angry. One, yeah, right? shocking. Like, <laughs> like Matt, it, and he would. Oh, what did it say? It said stuff. It said stuff like, um, or, or you better have your boys stop threatening me. I, it, it, or, it, or, um, it, or something. And then he was alluding to, like, saying that saying saying that he knows everybody in town and he knows what we've been saying and I and I'm like all I'm doing is calling and saying hey man it's been a long time would you like to come to the show we're in we're in we're in, we're in Chicago right and then so he just tries to turn it into like this whole drama we're threatening him thing and it's not like that at all so um crazy ex-girlfriend yeah <laughs> uh, yeah did I interviewed yeah. him once exactly for guitar world I did like a feature and we talked about you guys cuz he was I was like, so I heard you wouldn't give them a gold record even though they had sold like X amount of copies. And he was like, yeah, that's true. Wow. Yeah, and he, he was just so yeah, yeah, he was, he was like, he was just... like, yeah, like they left. Like they, like, wow. no, like definitely not. Like, why would I do that? And I'm like, I don't know, because they sold X amount of records. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's your you label. Like, you that's good for everyone. Like, yeah, because yeah, it's the right thing to do. No, because they're, even email exchanges then, he was, he was saying that. That you you can't leave the party and still have the cake. <laughs> That's exactly what he said. Wow! <laughs> it's like your gold record but, cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your your delicious gold. But Golden. I baked the cake. Yeah, <laughs> hello, <laughs> yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But, you might have bought the ingredients, but yeah, yeah. It. It's it's uh so. So yeah, we had to do some maneuvering to get those to get those records. That's yeah, or those gold records. Yeah, well, I'm glad it worked out. Yeah. So now we just want the platinum ones. Yeah, I think <laughs> I was just about to say. I think we're coming up on that fight soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, but, that is true. Yeah, that's but, incredible. Yeah, yeah. It it only took that is 10 hard years. to believe. But. Now between so. tell all your friends and where you want to be, were there songs that you guys had worked on together that made it to that record, or vice versa, songs to Straylight, or was it just two new things? No, it it was two new things. Like we had probably four or five songs that we had demoed, mm -hmm. but um, but everything just kind of got scrapped. I actually have those demos still, which are quite an interesting little bit of uh, music. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I'm gonna leak. Let's them on go the to internet. those now, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, there, there's, but um, for like before Will joined Straylight Run, though, this is actually a pretty funny story because it made Fred just so mad. Um, Mark, uh, Mark was playing both with Taking Back Sunday and Straylight, and there was this one song that Straylight had, um, 
and then this one song that Take Back Sunday had to where Mark's basically just playing the exact same thing. The same, really? Yeah. What it, song was it? Well, for us, it was um, Slow Dance on the Inside, and then I don't know what song it was. Was it Existentialism, maybe? That... No. Uh-uh. It, 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 I don't... Yeah, I don't know the name of the song, but they were just so <laughs> similar. And then, and then, so yeah, it was it was really funny. It was like Mark was just seeing like where it would work best. Yeah. <laughs> Sidebar: I love existentialism on Promet. I love that song. Thank I you. love that video. Yeah, it's a cool song. And I was reminded of that song recently when I was listening to the radio, and "The Kill" by Thirty Seconds to Mars came on. Did it sound? Does it sound like that? There's one part of the song. That sounds like like it's like just a subtle melody that sounds exactly like something off existentialism. Mm. When I first heard it, I was in I was in the office at Fuse, and I remember I got all angry and indignant. I was like, "This is a Straylight song! <laughs> How dare I'm gonna that handsome, to. handsome <laughs> Hollywood man rip that off? His piercing blue eyes that make me fall in love with him <laughs> each so, time I see him. So dreamy, Jared. I'm gonna Leto. I'm gonna He's have to have really words dreamy. with Jared Leto. Yeah, next time I see him. No, you're not gonna be able to. <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna be able to because you're gonna walk up to him and just 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 be. Spellbound. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna kiss him instead yeah. of yelling at him. Uh, I can't be mad at you, Jared Leto. <laughs> Come here. He's a really funny guy to talk to. Is yeah, because halfway through, you're like, I hope you're not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like, there, there's, I've, 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 I've had a few interactions with him. You had a little bit of an altercation with him. Didn't you? Well, no. So, we're, so we're playing this like radio show, and this was years ago, and. um our tour manager for a long time used to be their tour manager, so Ward, and um, but uh, so so we so we kind of knew like it, or like everyone was friendly with one another, and they were and they were going on right before us, and they go like ten minutes over, which then cuts into our set because there's a curfew. Hmm. So then, um, so then he so then he comes into the room, you know, you know, he's like, oh man, show was show was so great i'm like yeah you went 10 minutes over he and and he's like no i mean you know sometimes you just get caught in the moment and the in the in the in in the music you just got to keep going I'm, and i was like no that's not cool at all because there's curfew and now we're st- like these people paid money to come to the show and 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 um and and that made him upset i guess he didn't like anyone talking back to him at that time so it, i was just stating the obvious <laughs> Don't play but, 10 minutes over your set time. Yeah. It's reasonable. But. Yeah, I think that's actually kind of kind. Because <laughs> there are other bands, especially with one of those radio shows where it's pretty tight. Yeah. You know? and, and then, well, it, or, but it was, yeah, it was, it was really no big deal. And, and honestly, I think at the time, like, I was just really jealous because I'm, I'm like, man, this isn't fair. You're this actor and you already got that going come now on you're man you're a successful musician yeah what the man punk he got to be in fight club yeah <laughs> like my favorite movies ever <laughs> so i was just also uh-huh. jealous at the time so 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 i think that too that like that's probably why i even said anything because if that happened now i'd be like ah whatever <laughs> so. age and maturity yeah, well, I don't know about that. Yeah, well. <laughs> Maybe age. <laughs> find that the older you get, even when you have children, you're still staring at yourself in the mirror going, God, how does this 
20 year old gets so old <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck happened yeah it's like oh man it's not the gut it's the thing under my chin what is this <laughs> who is that guy where did this come from <laughs> why won't it retract back under my jaw <laughs> it's horrifying adam i was curious about sort of about kids like have you changed your lifestyle because i know like you ride motorcycles and i saw i seen you guys play like on the last tour, you're always, like, hanging from stuff, like, balconies. It looks very precarious. Do, do you worry more about, like, your own kind of well-being now that you have people depending on you? Or is it more, like, about the showmanship? Or how does that figure into your... Well, there's definitely... Or, like... I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say that I've calmed down as much as I should. <laughs> but, um, but... Or, but I'm getting my feet planted a little more firmly. It's, um... Yeah, like with or actually with the like I haven't ridden my motorcycle in in a long time, and and, and so it's just kind of been sitting in my garage, and uh, and then but and then as far as like with the climbing stuff and stuff like that, like kind of like when we're playing, it's it's there's it's like your brain just kind of switches into this other mode, you know, like you're not thinking about oh I could fall off of this and get really hurt, you're just thinking like I'm playing a rock show. Ah! <laughs> you're in Leto mode. What? You're in Leto mode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, 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 <laughs> <laughs> you're ruining all the edits. Sorry, sorry. Leto mode. <laughs> they're, they're, so, um, <laughs> but uh, so it, or like, yeah, but as but as far as like the like, um, I do still have a lot of maturing, <laughs> but. But having keys me, and he's just the coolest little kid, you know. So, so like, so like when I'm home, I mean, that's just I'm just hanging out with him all the time, and um, it's it and too, and sometimes like if we play close, you know, like he'll come out for come out for the day, and 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 then of course on those days, you know, like you like responsible parent, but right, but there's but there's still definitely times to where I, I I'm like, all right. Who gave me a kid? Like, <laughs> I should not be in charge of a person's life. Like I'm yeah. just not. Like I can barely be in charge of mine. But it, but it it also gives you this really great. This this is making me sound like cool rock and roll guy at at all. But it gives you this new, which I'm sure you can relate. This new appreciation for your own parents because you 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 really start to realize they had no idea like what they were doing or what they were, what, what, what they were in for. Like you can just kind of, it, you can relate to them on a, on a, on a whole not, on a whole nother level. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Get ready, John. <laughs> yeah. You're a month <laughs> it's in. Exciting. Like you find that. out with touring with kids, you want to try and limit touring to, you know, when you achieve a certain level as a band, Mm. Uh, which you guys have, you have a fan base, and it will it will remain and grow. You know, it's you can tour for a few weeks, come back. You know, so you're not away as much from your kids. Mm. There, there's that would that would be that would be ideal. And, and I don't think we have that feeling that we could do that right now. It's yeah. I, I mean, I think that we still feel like we got to keep keep out there and uh, keep touring pretty consistently. I don't know. Maybe we're just more scared than we should be, but. <laughs> I think we all feel like we don't have the ability yet to just go away for like six months or, you know, even three or four months. For some, you went away for six years. So I think (laughs) that kind of, or, well, or if, if we could do, yeah, like if we could do like one, like huge, you know, like 
world tour. Yeah. Then that per year. Uh-huh. That would be awesome because then we could be be home and family time and mm-hmm. and it but um but it doesn't work like that anymore and it and and it's never worked like that for us you know like because it and even more so now um yeah like you gotta you gotta gotta stay out there yeah and it's, there's so much stuff and everything's so easily easily accessible yeah and it's it's weird too because I already feel like. On one hand, yeah, I want to be home all the time, and it's going to be so hard to to leave my little baby at home. But then, on the other hand, if I don't go out there and tour, I'm not going to be able to have food to feed him to keep him alive. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, on one hand, I almost like feel more of a drive, I think, to like work harder and stay out there. But mm. I don't know; it's going to be hard for me to, to I think, to find a, a good balance where I feel good about both sides of that we're well, gonna have a couple yeah. of dads in the band there who can yeah. help you through it so that's good at least yeah. yeah we're gonna we're actually on our way to having four out of five members as dads yeah four what? out of five taking Dad back band. sunday members are dads <laughs> eddie, eddie has like six kids or something <laughs> 42 <laughs> which is insane no 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 just two and okay. then uh and then mark has one on the way oh just yeah. congratulate him mm-hmm. yeah right on well done, testicles. <laughs> yep. Hey, so working, so working. Yeah. No, oh, oh, wait, John. John was telling me the story when uh, when Camille was pregnant and you were w- walking down the street. What did that kid say to you? Oh yeah. <laughs> I was walking around with my wife. She was like eight months pregnant, and this kid is like got to be twelve years old. So you're just walking by with his friends. He's like. Oh man, he hit it right. <laughs> like woohoo! Talking to his friends, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, man, he hit that right. Depends on your perspective. Yeah. Yeah. What do you even? What does that even mean? Yeah, yeah. I was a little perplexed. <laughs> this kid hasn't gone through puberty yet. Right? Yeah. Sorting that out. <laughs> I was twelve. I think that kid was awesome, but now as a soon-to-be parent, I'm confused about my feelings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like maybe I should reprimand him. Don't yeah. speak to your elders like that, son. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> you uh, kiss your mother with that mouth. <laughs> yeah, you did that right. Um with such a catalog of Taking Back Sunday that you John were part of, you know, the first chunk. Mm-hmm. How do you put that into your now touring your set list? Well, we try to um um well, you got to play the hits. <laughs> no. no. Got to give people what they want. Or or there's we just go through and and um and like after after touring for so long so consistently you you know which ones work and which don't you know so then um so then we just kind of go go off that and and then too like even like on our like twitter or 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 when we talk to people after shows like there there's if there if there's a song that people are um Con- consistently asking for then we'll then we'll add that in well that, john so. how's that for you because uh for instance make damn sure like like big hit like a great song super big hit yeah big time uh, it's, a, it's a good tune it's like my actually actually like one of my wife's favorite taking back sunday songs she loves it oh, nice. um i didn't have to say she loves it you can get that with the implication of favorite god <laughs> 
Well, so many wasted words. That could um, be a love okay. hate thing. Yeah, it's okay. Don't beat yourself up over it. Okay. Yeah, okay. no, right? Yeah. She right. does hate all music. <laughs> so it's the song she hates the least out of all the music she hates. She's an incredibly, incredibly jaded person. <laughs> stop, stop now. I know. <laughs> She's not listening. Um, are you, babe? <laughs> yeah. Um, remember your birthday? Uh, so, John, how is that for you having to, you know, play a song that was a hit that you did not write that is in a band you formed <laughs> it's weird uh it's, <laughs> it's a it weird it thing <laughs> <laughs> now that i think about it what the hell am i doing <laughs> um it's 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 interesting um because i definitely have different perspectives obviously than than the guys that were in the band for all of it so um the uh like it, it'll be funny because whenever there's discussions about which one of the songs that I wasn't a part of being like put in the set, I almost feel like I don't really have a say with those. And fuck, and then right, there's all. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then you guys, you and Eddie, and you and Eddie and Mark always have these like little things. Like they'll each have their songs. They're like, ah, no, fuck that song. And then the other guy will be like, no, I love that song. And then you know, like. And so I kind of just feel like with those, I have to be like, uh, I'll play anything Sean you tell me Sean gets no to. say. He's a yeah. bass player. No, we, yeah, Sean yeah. isn't even allowed in the meetings when we talk about the set list. <laughs> he has to wait outside. I'm okay. <laughs> but it's it's a weird thing. Um, and it's also, it, it kind of feels more like like if you're playing uh, a cover song or something and, and uh, you try to make it your own, but it's still obviously not yours. And so... It definitely feels different than, mm -hmm. than playing the songs that I was involved in writing. Do you think that when you have to do a song like that, you're like, well, I would have done this. It would have been way better. <laughs> the, you know what? I uh, I hadn't really I haven't really thought that very much. Uh, well, I'm glad I'm planting all these seeds. Yeah, yeah. A, yeah now right? that I think I'm going to... Yeah. You know, it, it was really intimidating to, to come in and, and learn and try to play a lot of these guitar parts because Fred was like a, you know, a shredder. And I am not, not from the Ninja at all, but yeah, not like, the a, like a guitar shredder, like like Eddie Van Halen, and um, I'm more like Kurt Cobain, mm -hmm. like except not as good as Kurt, you know. But I like in that <laughs> shitty kind of bam 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 bam. That's like the kind of solos I play, and uh, so that that was really intimidating. And with that, there was no room to critique anything because it's just like, oh my god, I have to learn how to play this stuff and it's really hard. <laughs> so I had no time to think about what I might have done differently. It's just like very challenging, you know. The last time I, I haven't seen uh, your new lineup yet, forgive me, I have twins and that's all the excuse you need. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, but the last time I saw Taking Back Sunday was on the New Again tour and it was in mm -hmm. Utah and uh, I was working for MySpace at the time, and I came out to mm. see you, and you had two guitar players. Mm -hmm. um, I think Matt and Isaac was the kids' Yeah, name. yeah. You know? well, the, the, the reason for that is because it just fills everything up. Mm -hmm. So um, that way we don't have to run tracks and all that other mm -hmm. stuff. So it's just we, we just, we just have another guy that can play the keys and Got it. Fill, like, fill, fill it in. Now there's our um, buddy Nathan does it. Okay. For us. Because you play piano as well. Mm -hmm. So I didn't know if they were just hurling all this stuff at you. No. Well, I, yeah. I, I <laughs> play, uh, I play like if it's something where there's more of a, it, if I'm going to play like the majority of the song on piano or half the song, 
I'll I'll do that. But then if it's just like one little part, the other guy will take it, so I don't have to be jumping all around. What did you feel that uh, without John in the band, Adam? You were you? Do you feel that there was something missing vocally? Because you had a you know a, a very different sound with with Fred. Yeah. You know, and a and a vastly you know different sound with John, but they. It's weird. It's like there are similarities, but it it worked, but it was different. I don't know what I'm trying to ask. It was just something like well, there there's with it was a very different process with with um with the other guys mm-hmm. like because or like because with John I've I've just always um or or like just like his way with words and 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 all that like I've just really always loved it. So the process would be like if I had something I would I would I could bounce it off of him and it, it just because i really trusted his 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 opinion with with it and i didn't always feel that strongly with the other guys mm-hmm. about like just just fully trusting their opinion about it so so a lot of that stuff i just kind of i i took on myself which was good but 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 i miss being able to brainstorm because then because once you get a dialogue going about certain certain ideas like that it always ends up turning it turning out way better than what you started with. Well, it sounds like it was easier, you know, with John because you were friends first, who had a falling out, but you know, we're friends first and then in a band, you know. Yeah. And then these guys were brought into the band. You know what I mean? They yeah. may have become friends, may have become, you know, a part of a process, but there's there's a there's a, a missing kernel, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah yeah, that that definitely that definitely played into it. So I think what I think is cool is that everyone involved is doing good like will playing with fun yeah that's awesome like rebound with the rejects like it seems like everyone's kind of doing stuff which is it's hard i mean i feel like especially now yeah there there there's like with with anybody that that was in the band you know like there was never any like oh go fuck yourself you know like there was the like there was never anything like that it just we had just taken it as far as we could go with those people you know so so it um so yeah, it's just really awesome to see that everybody's still still doing well and yeah, kicking. Do you think that it was a uh with with new again and hearing that record and literally starting over again, you know, as as the band mm. with you know a different guitar player. Do you think that was uh like the sign that well maybe we should like shift direction backwards. You know, and I don't mean backwards well, like going backwards, but I mean like yeah. maybe we need we literally need something else new, you know, and maybe it might have been what we started out with. Yeah, there, there's, there's that was that definitely that definitely played into it because it was like the like there's there's things about that record that I'm just so disappointed with. Like the recording process was just awful, and mm-hmm. and and there's there's we we didn't. Dave Gon is a great guy and he's a great pr- producer, but he's not he was not the right guy for us, and mm-hmm. and and so to this. <laughs> this whole process and everything we had to go through was just kind of just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth you know mm-hmm. personally and and then like from from there just through all the touring we did off of it uh, like a lot of the relationships had just started to crumble you know like there like i remember like the last tour we did with that lineup was in australia and it was it was Soundwave, you know so we were there for like a week a week mm-hmm. and a half and I don't think I, I said more than two or three words to Matt Fozzie. Like, not trying to be a dick or anything, just 
we just didn't talk. So it's so it's um yeah, things got weird. I guess that's all. I'm well, as, as, as we like to say, <laughs> as we like to say many times, ban shit. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah. It's just ban shit. You know, yeah. you can you can discern it however you want. That's what happens. It's a hard thing to do, and and you two way to go. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's amazing, isn't it? Or well, the thing is, it's the easiest, hardest thing to do. Like it's not. But it's kind of like being married to like a, a bunch of dudes, you know. It's like it's... which is so illegal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we found a way. I said it. I saw in you North Carolina. Is it legal? Maybe is that why? No. You got, no? Well, well, well. It's it, there's. It's funny because if you look at a map of North Carolina, the the only area that voted to make it legal was the Charlotte area, and then but everywhere else they're, they're, they're like, Mm-mm. <laughs> or which is just stupid but, out there in know. Wingate. Yeah, right. Like, or or t- is that an actual town? Yeah, it's Wingate, but that's how my cousin pronounced it. Wingate, Wingate. Like, get me out of here <laughs> immediately. There's, but um. Yeah, that's a whole other conversation. I just, I just think it's, <sighs> but yeah, it's it's basically <laughs> like being in a in a five way marriage, you know, which is yeah. not easy to maintain. And uh, I think that's that's why people don't usually just remain being, a band for that long. <laughs> being in a two way marriage is difficult. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, the hard, I think you know. I always, <clears throat> and I love that analogy. But the thing too that you have to do in marriage that in the band was like if you have if there's four guys in a band and you feel like okay like if everybody does 25 percent the work gets done right but that's not it you have to do 30 percent that's what it was always difficult for me like i'm doing a little bit more than my share here but like everybody <laughs> yeah. else thought the same thing you right. know? and your band had a chick singer so you were just <laughs> fucked eight ways to but someday, dude. once i kind of got over the the fact that i felt like i was doing more than my share things kind of worked and and everybody else you have to feel like you're doing a little bit more than your share, and then it gets done. I yeah. point and also not be resentful about not be, that. Yeah. Yeah. That's the key, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> you're doing it anyway, right? <laughs> Otherwise, the band would not exist. So, I should yeah. point out now that Brad is... produces, mixes everything, designed our logo, and... I do everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. I am God. Did... did... <laughs> You're not starting to resent these guys, are you? <laughs> Absolutely. <'Cause you're- laughs> there you go, folks. Adam and John, who both live in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I was borned. Wow. Hallelujah. Crazy, crazy circumstance that I probably have in common with a lot more people that I just don't know. So if you were thinking when you listened to the John and Adam interview, like, why didn't they talk about this? Why didn't they talk about that? Because one, that's the nature of the podcast, people. We go off on different tangents because we can't stay focused. And then a professional interview environment of which this isn't. And I enjoy it. Yes, and if you want to see them, they're on the Tell All Your Friends 10th anniversary tour where they're playing the whole record. 10 years. It's pretty crazy. And they've been playing that whole record for a while now. Well, they did it at Bamboozle two years ago because I remember I saw it with Trevor. But I think this is the first tour they're doing it. Wow. So that's if you're a fan of that record, that's exciting. I'll, I got to ask a lot of questions just about leaving a band, coming back. It's 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 a rarity that that happens with bands. It never. Ha- I mean, I feel like what what other band can you name where an original members left and then all of a sudden came back and did a, not just reunion but a new album? Not Leonard Skinner. <laughs> Nope. Well, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't want to go there. <laughs> oh, Southern Rock, why are you still here?
Um, uh-oh, there goes our Rebel fans. I'm from Charlotte, people. I'm allowed. Uh, I want to thank those guys for hanging out because they yes. are amazing. And I, dude, they uh, they were just forces of nature when I first heard about Taking Back Sunday. And I applaud their longevity and keeping it going. And I want to thank their manager, Jillian, and Tito for both helping make that happen because they were instrumental. Jillian's so great. She's, Jillian's awesome. She's like the sixth member of the band. Yes. You know, and always has been. Um, check us out on Facebook. Give us a few likes, a few dozen. Click as many. Poke us if you want. Uh, we are at Steven. Uh, that's me. That's my Twitter. At Steven Smith says, and you're at Jonah Bayer. Yes. And you're at Soundwag, which we don't I'm, understand. I'm actually at my name is Jonah. Oh, is that you now? Yeah. It's all. Yeah. It's always been that. It doesn't matter though. You, you can know, find me. You know what? If you're too lazy and you can't figure that con- out, you know what it is because that's that was one of your emails. So I got that confused me, but no longer. Yeah. Now um, I'm confused. Now I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike actually has one at, at Mike J. Kenjemi or something like that. But yeah, he, he refuses to tweet. Yeah, what's up with that? No. We should figure out his password and just tweet weird stuff about it. Like watching Golden Girls again. <laughs> <laughs> that would be fantastic. So we're at Going Off Track on Twitter. Uh, if you dig the show, please go to iTunes. Give us a, a review. A few stars. One star counts. Does that mean bad if they give a one star? Yeah. No stars means bad. I think one star means at least you like something, right? I don't know if you can give no stars. I think one is literally the lowest rating you can give. You know why? Why? Black holes. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) There it is. All right, see you in a week. (laughs) 